You're listening to the weekly podcast of City Church Orlando, located just off of 1792 at 650 Airport Boulevard in Sanford, Florida. Our website, orlandocitychurch.org. Today, guest speaker, Pastor Jack Lohman, will start out our new series called The Miracles of Jesus. In the book of Matthew, it says, Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Our scripture text comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, starting in verse 14. Today's message is entitled, Lighthouses. When I was praying and thinking about coming here, uh, the Lord dropped something in my heart, and it's a simple concept. I think we can do it pretty quickly to get the big idea. And uh, it isn't exactly the miracle series, but it's talking about you and what God wants to do in and through you. And how many of you know we're all miracles? It's great to talk about the miracles in the Bible and what Jesus did. But everyone in this room is a walk and talk and miracle. What Jesus has done, is doing, and is yet to do. And when I was praying about you guys, I felt the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, as individuals in a corporate church, you're going to touch more people evangelically and pastorally throughout this next year than you have in several years before. I feel the Holy Spirit wants to extend, expand, multiply, accelerate. Everybody say accelerate. And accelerate your effectiveness as God's lighthouses in the Metroplex. And that was put in my heart today. To, I was inspired by the Holy Spirit to focus on the simple concept of a lighthouse. And us being a lighthouse. Here's the scripture. I have called you to live right and well. I have set you among my people to bind them to me and provide you as a lighthouse to the nation. Lighthouse to the nation. Well, why do people need light? 2 Corinthians 4 says this. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds this God uh, of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, ourselves bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is God who has commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. That makes us lighthouses. Proverbs says the path of justice is shining light and grows brighter and brighter. It's always growing. It's always moving. It's always a progressive revelation. Matthew 25 and Luke 19 have the same concept, that God gives gifts, and they're supposed to be invested in such a way it makes a profit. And in both those passages, it says, those who have taken what I've given, taken the responsibility, use that ability, multiply, he gives more. And I'm saying right now, the Holy Spirit is happy. And I just went through what's going on. He's very happy with you, individually and corporately. You're not perfect. He doesn't expect perfection. You're doing a lot of things right. And because you're doing a lot of things right, God wants to bless that and wants to expand that to you individually and corporately in your metroplex area here. Jesus, of course, called himself the light of the world. We understand this. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Jesus said, as long as I'm in the world... I am the light of the world. I like Matthew uh, 4. He says, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And those who sat in the region in the shadow of death, light has 
on. When Jesus came in and when his ministry started, his love, his truth, and power quickly started changing the atmosphere. Everyone around him, every region around here, remember how it grew and grew and grew. Pretty soon multiplied, thousands of multiplied were coming and following him everywhere he went because he was the light. Now we understand that, but Jesus gave us the responsibility, come on, and the ability. He would not give you a responsibility without giving you the ability to be the light of the world. Let's read this together. Very famous, what Jesus said. Come on, ready? You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp put under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. This is our job description. And all through, you can go to Ephesians. You've got a lot of different places. I probably don't have time for all those scriptures right now. But it just talks about us being the children of light. And as the children of light, we're not supposed to have fellowship with darkness. And as children of light, we're supposed to walk in the light. We're supposed to portray the light. We're supposed to grow in the light. And we're supposed to share the light. We're supposed to be filled with the Spirit or filled with the light. And we understand this concept, and this church is doing it very well, and set right here in what's happening in the children's department, what's happening in the youth department. Unbelievable. I think you have around 100-ish that come. 100-ish. Average statistic in the United States in churches and percentage, about 10% of your congregation is the youth group. So if you have around 400, that would be about 40 would be in youth group. Come on, we have about 100. Somebody put your hands together and thank God. Come on, that's a lot of light. That's a lot of power. You're doing a lot of things right, and he wants to give you more because you're doing so many things right. So we understand this. Now, just quickly, think about the lighthouse. I just want to do the natural thing and then the spiritual thing. Jesus is always taking natural things, applying them spiritually. So the lighthouse, this is a common thing for us. We understand that, especially if we're around Florida, you understand what a lighthouse is. The purpose of a lighthouse is to help sailors Come on, travel quickly, correctly, and safely so they can have a long, prosperous life. The sea is not always a friendly place. How many of you know that? There can be storms. There can be fog. There can be rocks when you come in. There can be other ships. It's not a friendly place. It's actually kind of an unfriendly place, and that's why there are lighthouses. And so that is the idea. Jesus came to earth that he would be a lighthouse to mankind on this earth so they could live correctly, safely, on this earth to abundant life, and then have eternal life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way. He is the lighthouse. He is the way. He says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free or keep you safe and prosperous. Jesus set this up, and he gave that responsibility to us. Jesus gave clear directions about heaven and hell. So can we. He gave clear directions about having have an abundant life here on earth. So can we. It's our job description, this lighthouse. This church is doing that very well. I just went through all the stuff you're doing. Jesus is our Savior who is our lighthouse. And he's given us his word. How many know the word is a lighthouse? It is a super book. It's a supernatural book. How many know you've seen? When you read this book consistently, your life goes better. Wave at me if that's true. Come on, it's really true. It really works. And so this book gives you abundant life. Come on, it tells you things there are principles for marriage, for parenting, for finance, for friendships, for business. It is the super book. It is a lighthouse. How many of you know the church of the living God is a lighthouse? 
As you come together and you share with each other, you help each other's lighthouse to direct safely, correctly in life, you are a lighthouse. How I many also know the Holy Spirit is a lighthouse? As we listen, he comes in and through us, it's a lighthouse. Jesus is a lighthouse. The Word of God is a lighthouse. The Holy Spirit is a lighthouse. And the church is a lighthouse. Now, as we line all these things up, how many of you notice as you line up on these different lighthouses, it's really true your life goes better. It's really true you have a more successful life here on earth, and it sets you up for abundant life and eternal life and great rewards in heaven because of the lighthouse. And so we think about the lighthouse, and I think it produces what? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It does. That's what a lighthouse does. Because a lighthouse helps the sailors, because it's all about sailors, go out the right way and come back the right way. Now, if you know you have a chance to go out the right way and come back the right way, how many of you know that gives you a peace? It gives you a peace. It gives your family a peace. And then how many of you know when you come back and you've got your mission accomplished, whether that's fishing or cargo, there's the joy of the Lord because you have finance, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's what a lighthouse does. That's what a church is supposed to do. Supposed to represent a way and a pattern and a light to direct people's lives. I'm so impressed just what stuff I threw on the floor that you have been a lighthouse and you are being a lighthouse. Jesus said, I came to give life and life more abundantly. The only way for the seafaring career to have life and abundant life is to be focused on that lighthouse, use that lighthouse correctly. It's the only way for them to have abundant life. Same with us spiritually. You know, people are watching your life right now because you are lighthouses. Whether you know it or not, people are watching you, and they're watching your life. They're watching how you handle good times, bad times. They're watching how you handle your parenting, how you handle your finance. They are lining up on you more than they think. You have friends and families watching you right now, and they're thinking about the Lord. They're thinking about direction. Some of them are thinking about changing. I think in this next year, you're going to be surprised how many people are going to follow you, friends and families, into the house of the Lord because you've been a lighthouse. How many say amen to that? It's working. It's working. Now, let's just talk a minute about the characteristics of a lighthouse and about you. Number one, characteristics of life. They're positioned strategically. A lighthouse is, uh, you know, they don't just put them anyway. How many of you know they get them in a place that's strategic? They're placed strategic. They're, they're not an accident. They get right at that point where there's a lot of storms. They get right at that point maybe where there's rocks and you come in. They get right at that place maybe where a lot of ships go back and forth. They're strategically placed. It's not an accident. How many know every one of us is being strategically placed? Psalm 37 says, says uh, that the Lord uh, leads and guides. The steps of a good man and good woman are what? Ordered of the Lord. Psalm 68 says he plants the solidarity in families. Psalms 107 says he brings them from the north, south, east, and west by the right way for a city to dwell in. 1 Corinthians 12 he says he sets each one in the body just as he pleases. Look your neighbor right now and say, you're not a random accident, you're a divine design. Come on, you're not a random accident. You're a divine design. If we had time to hear the testimony, how everybody got here to, to, to Florida, how everyone got to the Lord, how everybody got into this church, we'd be laughing and crying at the same time. It's no accident you're here. You're like a lighthouse. It's no accident. Laura and Eugene were led here to this location. No accident that you've come here to follow the Lord, the lighthouse, come together to light up this whole area. How many know thousands of people have been touched because of this church? Let's thank the Lord for that. Because you listen to the Lord. You came. You got planted. It's strategically placed. 
How many of you know you're strategically placed in your neighborhood? Come on, in your school. Come on, in your career, in your place. And how many of you know you're kind of a mobile lighthouse too? Come on, you can be a, mo- a lighthouse in the grocery store, at the gas station. You can be a, at the park. You can be a mobile lighthouse also. And the Lord's saying, he is proud of you. He wants to extend your light deeper, wider, and accelerate the light and touch of this church and you individually. That's what I feel prophetically in my heart and my spirit for you guys. Now, there is something that's happening around the nation. It's happening a lot. It just happened to us not too long ago. About six years ago, we had one location and three services. Now we have four locations and 16 services a week. Well, how did that happen? How did that happen? Something dropped into our hearts. We had a great church. We're doing very well. But the Lord said, would you guys be willing to be lighthouses in different places in the Metroplex? And the Lord started putting in our heart that he wanted us to extend out. He put it in our heart that to believe him that no one in the Portland-Vancouver Metroplex would be farther away than 15 minutes from a city Bible church service. And we started praying about that. said, God, if you want us to do that, if you'd open it up. We took out the map. We did drive times. It takes nine locations to fulfill that. That no one would be farther away than 15 minutes from a city Bible church service. We now have four locations. It happened just like that. When we opened our heart up and said, we're willing to be placed strategically all over this metroplex. We went from about 2,500 people to 6,000 people. And we just exploded around the metroplex. This is happening all over the United States. How many of you know that? I just feel in my spirit, you guys are such a great lighthouse. You have so much to offer that God might be asking you to spread that light across the metroplex. In your own heart, in your own, there's so much momentum. There's so much life here. How many of you know God wants you to share that life? How many of you know he might want to strategically place you right at the right crossroad, right at the right time for those travelers on life that are going through that thoroughfare right there, that they would see the light, they would come to light, they would get saved, sent, Followed and planted in the lighthouse. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Just like you did. You saw the light. You followed. You came. You got planted. You're living abundantly. And you are becoming great lighthouses. How about this? They have a powerful sound system. How many know that? The foghorn. Everybody try that. Ready? How many know that's important? When you can't see and it's foggy, you're listening for the foghorn. Because it's life and death. Come on, the power of our words. Power of life and death are in the what? Tongue. We understand the power of confession, the power of preaching, praying, the power of your words. Life and death are power of your tongue. You have the word in you, have in you. Said the righteousness of faith speaks this way. The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart. How many know it's sharper than a two-edged sword? You guys know enough words. Sometimes we think we need to know more and more and more. You don't really need to more. You just need to share what you do know. Come on. You are like that. Your words count. One word. How many ever just had somebody kind of give you one word and it changed your day? Change your week. Maybe change your life. One word. You're just like that. That goes out in their darkness, in their confusion. You give them a word of encouragement. You give them a prayer. They come to the lighthouse. Come on. They not only have abundant day, they might have abundant eternity because you are a lighthouse with that voice that cries out in the darkness. How about this? They have a uh, powerful lighting system. How many of you know they have a light that shoots out for miles? Shoots out for miles. And we just read it. Let your good works... Glorify your Father in heaven. I am so proud of this church when I look through this that you guys don't just hear the word, you do the word. 
I'm so thankful you're not just thinking how to bless yourself. You're thinking how to bless others at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Reach out in the neighborhoods, preschool. Come on, you guys are doing it, and it's working, and it's drawing people to Jesus and delight because you're not just talking about you are doing it. How many thank God for a church that doesn't just talk, just doesn't pray, focus on you? Come on, actually does something about it. Actually lights out, touches somebody, and that's that light that penetrates out there. Is there a church that really loves, really cares, really thinks about some? Come on, you know sometimes we get a really justified accusation of being too inward. Thank God for that light. That light penetrates out. God wants to expand your light because you're doing so well already. Hey, they have a powerful telecom system. How many of you know that? They have now the high-tech thing. They got the sonar. They got the radar, right? They got all that stuff that can go out. How many of you know if you're at sea out there in a storm, you're trying to hear something? Right? You're in a storm, you get tossed to and fro. How many ever watched that show about catching the crabs? Those guys are crazy. Can you imagine being out there and all of a sudden not knowing where you are because of the storm? How many of you are going to be on that radio trying to get something? You're trying to get something. And you can't see that. It's like prayer. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, principalities and powers. There's heavenly places. There's things that have to be moved. This church believes in prayer. That our power, it works. It works if you work it, and you're working it, and it is working. It opens up the heavens so those that are blind can see. It's that idea of that penetration that you understand. You have a responsibility to pray. You have the keys of the kingdom. You can bind, you can loose. Come on. You're going to do a power series on miracles. You have the gifts of the Spirit to move, not in word only, but demonstrations of power. As you deal with unseen world and bring healing, deliverance, and life, you have, just like the lighthouse, you have that telecom system that can reach out and touch, even change the atmosphere around people, and they don't even know you're doing it. You're praying through. You're lifting that God that blinds them, the God of this age. We're just like the lighthouse with that prayers and moving in the spirit, that power, the power. The power, not word only demonstrations of power. We're powerfully reinforced structure. How many know the lighthouse has to be very strong? Come on, they're right out there where the storms hit and the waves hit. Come on, we are built on the rock, Jesus Christ. Come on, we are strong. Think about it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If God be for you, who can be against you? Come on, we have it. And that strength in us, you know people are watching that. Watching how, come on, we don't have... A perfect life. It says we have an abundant life, not a perfect life. How many understand that? We get the storms too. How many know that lighthouse gets the storms too? But God has given us his word. He's given us his spirit. He's given us each other. And we can stand in the storm strong and beautiful and weather those storms as it comes against us. How many of you know when we do that, we're a lighthouse? People say, how are they getting through that financial thing? How are they getting through that marriage thing? How are they getting through that parenting thing? How are they getting through that? Come on, because we have our eyes on our lighthouse, the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, his word, the Holy Spirit, and each other. And as we focus on that, it works. Look at your neighbor say, it works if you work it. Come on, it works if you work it. It's right there. If you work it, you focus on the lighthouse, you'll have abundant life, and you will have eternal life. And this, I like this, lighthouse it's a personalized, beautiful reference point. You know, people love their lighthouses. They paint them. They take pictures of them. They do calendars. They write songs about them. They take their visitors to the lighthouse. Why do they love their lighthouse? Because it brings life. If you're living there and your whole livelihood and your family's going in and out there, and so they go and they, they love those, and they bring everybody to them. How many are church? 
that is really loving people, a church that's really located right, that's speaking up, and not just speaking but doing, that's really reaching out. How many know that church is loved in the community? And they come by here and say, man, that's a church that has that great youth group. Oh, that's a church that has that powerful preschool. Oh, that's a church that seems to be given. Uh, uh, didn't you do trunk? What was that truck? Trunk or treat? Do trunk or treat. And they do blessing and they do Christmas and they do Thanksgiving. How many know that's a light? There's a loving people. There's a giving people. And that is any church that is loving, giving, and following light, they draw other people to the light. You guys are doing a great job. Last couple of points, and we're going to be almost on time. There it is. The greatest, most essential purpose of the lighthouse, the most, when it's most wanted, when it's most needed, when it's most focused, when it's most powerful, when it is really fulfilling its highest calling, is the aid to ships during the night storm. Think about that. That's the pinnacle. Anybody being on the sea when it's rough and it's dark and it's foggy, it's a very scary thing. We see movies about it. But there you are. You're in the dark. You don't know where you're going. It's up and down. The winds are blowing. It's dark. It's foggy. It's night. It's that night storm. And that's what Jesus said. The Son of Man came to seek and save those who were lost. Come on. And he gave that responsibility to us. Remember what he said about the Good Samaritan? Go do likewise. A guy caught in a storm. Go do likewise. That good Samaritan did that. He was in the right place, right? Come on, he was in the right place. He went over there with the right words, started encouraging that guy. He started working with that guy, healing up his wounds. He started praying for that guy. He was doing all those things. He personally put him on it and had the commitment, endurance power to take him and to follow through with him. How many know that that man that was beat up loved that good Samaritan? Come on, he was a lighthouse at the right place at the right time. Titus says, let our people learn to maintain good works and to meet urgent needs that they may not be unfruitful. There's that whole idea of being alert everywhere you go. How many know right now it's a pretty difficult time in our, in our culture in America? Some of us right here could maybe use the lighthouse right now, maybe emotionally or physically or financially, that we could come and rewrite ourselves in our storm right now and get into the Word, get into prayer, get back into the house of the Lord, get focused. But it's not just all about us. Most of us here are probably doing pretty good. Some of us probably need to line up a little better in the lighthouse. But how many you know right now, somebody, a friend, a family, somebody in the neighborhood is probably in a night storm right now? You bet. It's all around us. The Lord wants to touch your life. He wants to expand your life, your light, to be a lighthouse to them. And I think that is what's happening. It's what I feel my spirit prophetic and pastorally, that God is so pleased with this house. Because he's so pleased with it, he wants to extend the life and light and the lighthouse you are individually and corporately into this metroplex in a new way. I know you're touching missions. I know you're doing a lot of things. But I just feel in my spirit right now that God wants to place you strategically, individually and corporately in this metroplex in a brand new way to touch more people than ever. Last slide, and I'm done. There's an impartation I just want to pray right now impart to you by faith. Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I will send you. To be Christian is to be Christ-like. And I just want to release a, an upgrade right now. I just believe right now God wants to give you more because you've been so faithful. Put them all up there. 
Put them all. Everywhere Jesus went, there was a love encounter. Everywhere Jesus went, there was a truth encounter. Everywhere Jesus went, there was a power encounter. Everywhere he went, people felt loved. Everywhere he went, people felt they could have hope and forgiveness. He is actually called a party animal because he was so happy and fun. Remember? The Pharisees, what are you always laughing and hanging out? Yeah, because he was a lover. He was a giver. The fruit of the Spirit, giving, serving, encouraging. The fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, that's that love encounter. This is a loving church. How many know God would like to pour more love into you and through you in this season? You bet. Everywhere he went, it was a truth encounter. He didn't just love people. He told them the truth about heaven and hell. Tell them the truth about every area of their life. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Come on, that's our preaching, teaching, counseling ministry. It's the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ through the Spirit. It is a light. Come on, we have the love as a light. We have the truth as a light. But we also, and you're going to get into your series on miracles. Everybody say power encounter. Come on, everywhere Jesus went, demons were cast out. Come on, people were healed. Miracles took place. It is the normal Christian life. And I agree with Eugene. Somehow we got bluffed out of this, and we're double-minded, not just about what Jesus did. We're double-minded about what we could do and should do. I want everyone to stand up. Four minutes late. I'm doing really good. Leave that up, because we're going to take... We're going to take an impartation. How many of you believe in one touch? In one? It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit, saith the Lord. Now, I want you, just like Pastor, I want you to lift your hands up just like your lighthouse and just see yourself as a lighthouse. Now, come on. Obviously, you're not perfect. God knows that. Pastor Eugene and Laura know that. I know that. You know that. It's not about perfection. It's about just having a willing heart, an open heart. Lord, we come right now and we thank you for what you're doing in us. We thank you for what you're doing for us. We thank you for what you're doing through us. We thank you for what you've done in the past. We thank you for what you're doing right now. But God, we are talking about the future. We're talking about what you want to do in us, for us, and through us in the future. Now, God, as we as a prophetic act lift our hands up as a lighthouse to say, let my light penetrate out. Let my foghorn penetrate out. Let my good works penetrate out. Let my prayer penetrate out. Let my power and authority penetrate out. Let my love penetrate out. Let my strength and near penetrate out and touch those around us. God, I release now. Put your hand right on your heart. God, I say right now. You said we could ask for good things. I'm asking that you would expand our capacity to receive your love and expand our capacity to give away your love. Even as we've had the 40 days of love, we do feel expanded. We do feel expanded. We know we can't do it on our own. We say, come now with agape love of God and fill my heart so much that I have the compassion like the good Samaritan. Let the fruit of the Spirit come into me and grow me in a new way. So I can be your light and shine your love and peace and joy and patience, long-suffering. Everywhere around me. Now put your hand right on your mind. Come on. I will not be conformed to this world. I'll be transformed by the renewing of my mind. To prove that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Come on, to be the lighthouse. I shall know the truth and truth shall set me free. I will share the truth and it will set others free. God, we take authority over being afraid of sharing our testimony and sharing the word and sharing the prayer. God, we pray right now, as your word said, we have the mind of Christ through the Spirit. That we would think right and see right and feel right and talk right. That we could come and win the battle of the mind every day. Taking every thought captive. And then sharing those good thoughts, those Holy Ghost optimism thoughts. Teaching, preaching, counseling. Touching everyone around us. Now look at your hands. Come on, power encounter. Jesus said, 
I'm giving you disciples authority and power over unclean spirits, all kinds of sicknesses, and all kinds of diseases. Put your hands right out in front of him and look at him. He said, go preach the gospel. Tell him the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's not behind you. It's not in front of you. It's right here at hand. Then he says, you go heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. You do it. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is in your hands. Wow. Lord, we come right now. And we ask for a power encounter. We're like Jesus. Love encounter, truth encounter, yes, and power encounter. We come not in word only. We come in demonstrations of power by the Spirit. God, I release a new faith for the gifts of the Spirit into this congregation right now. The gifts of the Spirit would flow like a river. Come on, a gift of faith, gift of healing, gift of miracles would flow. Prophetic, word of knowledge, words of wisdom, discerning the spirits. God, we just release a new dimension. That we would win the war in the spirit with the keys of the kingdom. We would break down principalities and powers. We would bring healing and deliverance to minds, to wills, to emotions, to bodies, to marriages, to families, to businesses. God, we release the gifts of the spirit into this house as lighthouses now. Let us extend your light and kingdom and let us be placed strategically for you in Jesus' name. In faith now, I release that anointing and multiplications upon City Bible Church and City Church Seattle. I release right now that seed, that anointing, that acceleration in Jesus' name. Receive. Receive an impartation of extension, expansion, and acceleration in Jesus' name. If you receive that, put your hands together. Come on. Thank the Lord. Thanks for listening to this message, Lighthouses, with guest speaker Pastor Jack Lohman from City Bible Church in Portland, Oregon. For service times and more information about City Church Orlando, please visit our website anytime at orlandocitychurch.org or call 407-321-9600.